Decide today. Those are the words of Joshua. It's decision time. So various internet sources say the average adult makes 35,000 decisions every day. But some decisions are so foundational, they affect the trajectory of our whole lives. So, for instance, am I going to get married? Who am I going to marry? Am I going to be a priest or a nun? I was listening to the news this week, and they were interviewing a man in Kabul. And the interviewer said, now, you've survived the Taliban in the past. Are you going to stay in Kabul? And he said, well, first let me tell you, Surviving the Taliban is not living as a human being. He said, I have a wife and children, and we have to decide, are we merely going to survive, or are we going to live our lives as human beings? I think he was making his decision to flee Kabul. We need to pray for the people of Afghanistan. The most important decision in our lives. The most important decision we have to make is our response to Jesus' invitation to come follow me. He's inviting you and me. The readings today are all about making this decisive decision. So in Joshua, he's at the end of his life. And somebody's final words are really important. And Joshua is laying it out to the people saying, decide today. Are you going to follow the pagan gods or the one true God of Israel? And he says, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Now, the last five Sundays, we've been reading the Bread of Life discourse. Jesus' sermon on his real presence in the Eucharist. He doesn't mince words in this sermon. My flesh is true food, my blood is true drink. Unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink His blood, you will not have life within you. Okay, it's the end of the sermon. A decision has to be made. Do you believe me or not? Archbishop Fulton Sheen said the first sign, the first mention of the betrayer Judas is in this Bread of Life sermon. Jesus says, there are some who do not believe, and Jesus knew from the beginning the one who would betray him. Judas didn't believe Jesus' sermon, that he would be really present in the Eucharist, and it was the beginning of his demise. This is a decision, really, of life or death. If we choose to walk away from Jesus... And to walk away from the Eucharist, we are choosing a path of death. The path to life is to believe Jesus and to live our lives in communion with them here in the Eucharist. Now, when we make a decisive decision, it means we have to get off the fence. We have to get out of mediocrity. Father Thomas Dubay, he says, Jesus never speaks in fractions. So he doesn't say, okay, it's enough if you love me with half your heart, or, you know, if you're following me a quarter of the time, if you come to Mass two out of four Sundays in a month, that's not bad. Jesus wants everything. We have to be all in because he's given everything for us.
Jesus gives us everything in the Eucharist, his whole life. There's no accident that the primary image of our relationship with Jesus is a marriage. Because when two people get married, they share everything together. They give themselves completely to each other. Jesus gives his life to us and he wants everything in return. Now, one of the words I like in that first reading is the word today. So, no matter what our past has been, no matter how we might have failed in our discipleship, today is a new day and a new opportunity to commit ourselves today, decide today. And then, discipleship is not a one-time decision, but we decide every day to follow Jesus. Those of you who are married, it wasn't a one-time promise. You decide every day to live your married life. And the same with our discipleship. Well, one of the primary ways we give ourselves to Jesus is to give Him our attention and our time. You know, the students who were on the Steubenville conference about a month ago, and one of the speakers at the conference said, do you know what the most valuable commodity in America is today? I mean, this is what Facebook, Google, Microsoft, Apple, Disney, it's what they're all after. In fact, they spend billions of dollars a year to get this one commodity. You know what it is? It's your attention and the attention of those you love. This is how we give ourselves to the Lord. We give Him our attention, our time. And so this weekend, we're inviting all the parishioners to consider dedicating their time and attention to Jesus through Eucharistic adoration. We're so blessed here at St. Michael to have a beautiful adoration chapel on the east side of the church. It has its own separate entrance. It's open 24-7. What is Eucharistic adoration? We place the sacred host, Jesus, truly present. We place the host in the monstrance and expose Jesus in the adoration chapel so that people can have a time of personal prayer to give their love to Jesus, their time and attention. Now let me just close with this. The adoration chapel is an oasis of peace. Okay, we live in the midst of a lot of chaos, anxiety, fear. If you want peace in your life, sign up for a holy hour. Take time to be with Jesus. On the 30-day retreat that I was on, the retreat master, he said, God only wills spiritual consolation. God is consoling love. Now, it doesn't mean that we're not going to have suffering or ailments or go through difficulties in life. But interiorly, God wills our peace. He wants to console us. Spiritual desolation often comes from turning inward, remaining focused on our problems and not relating them to Jesus. See, this is prayer, and this is what we do in the Adoration Chapel. We come with our problems and anxieties, and we lay them at the feet of Jesus, and we turn them over to the Lord. 
Mother Angelica said, I can be so absorbed in my own problems and difficulties that the beauty and peace around me are lost in a maze of imaginary clouds that keep me in a tiny, cramped world. See, when we turn inward and just get caught up in ourselves, we live in this tiny, cramped world. St. Jane Frances de Chantel, she gives us the solution. This is what she says. Rise above self. This is what must be done. And gaze upon God. Rise above self and gaze upon God. Give your attention and your focus to Jesus. You know, scheduling in that weekly hour, it really helps us grow in a habit of prayer. You know, we can have good intentions, but we need to schedule things in to to develop a good routine, a good habit. It's decision time. Like Joshua, I hope we all respond. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Let's give Jesus especially the gift of our time and attention. Let's rise above self and gaze upon God.